1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Produced by Odyssey, which is the company that I work for under WFAN. So if you're listening, that is the background and context of, you know, who you're listening to, what this show um, or where the show came from, what the show uh, had to go through to get to here. And I think that's enough of the intros. We just smoked the first like 15, 20 minutes on that. So without further ado, let's get into it. And I'm sure as we do more episodes, you know, more information will come. And, you know, you guys that are already in the chat, you guys know the deal. Let's start off with opening night. I'm wearing my free Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Way, year 10. Does it have a 10 on it? It does. Year 10. I also have my year 10 Brooklyn um, towel from practice in the park practice in the park was cool. It was just too many people. I don't think they were ready for that, but fellas let's speak on opening night and uh, share, you know, your experience, whatever you saw in the arena and what you saw from the game, but we won't spend too much time on the game because that game is a game that you forget. It's the first game of the year. Clearly the nets weren't ready for the Pelicans, but I'll say the environment was great. 10 years in Brooklyn, Nets fans do exist there are a ton of Nets fans there are young Nets fans that started going to see Nets games when they were seven or eight now they're 17 18 years old and older and uh, to see all the fans come out excited about this season was great Um, and I think the Brooklyn Nets did a good job presenting everything they just weren't ready to compete and you got Zion Williamson and CJ McCollum and uh, Brandon Ingram and those guys coming in blowing their doors off Uh, it was never a game they had a a little bit of time at the end of the first half where they started to pull it, uh, you know, within striking distance. I think they were down by eight at half, but they got blown out in the second half. What did, what did you guys see? I left that game in the fourth to get back to WFAN. Let's go to Robin. Robin, tell us what you thought about night one, game one, opening night in Brooklyn.
1: Yeah, twofold. One, the, the whole notion that nobody cares about the Nets couldn't be further from the truth. Right? Like that is, is rubbish because they're all that gets talked about. They're probably the most prominent team in the NBA at this moment, maybe other than the Lakers right now because of LeBron and, and the struggles that are going on there. But when, when you talk about the fan base and, and everything, and as it's come up, you have the OG Nets fans. Like that's a, a contingent. You have the, the Brooklyn fans who jumped on because of Brooklyn. Then you have the young fans who have grown up. But the whole Nets world thing is important. Because the, the Nets are beyond a local team. They are now a global team when you talk about star power. When you talk about anecdotally, just being out on the street, the amount of Nets gear you might see relative to, to Knicks gear and the like. So that's part one. And, and I do think that is a growing thing that, that can be capitalized on and, and could really go over the top this year depending on how things turn out. Number two, I was terrified. If I'm being if I'm being real about it, I was terrified because <laughs> I, I meet you guys for the first time. Right. I decide I'm going to do this. And then the Nets just get the doors blown off them and they haven't done enough. You know, I'm done with the whole hypothetical champs like you got to show and prove now. Right. So they haven't earned the benefit of the doubt from me at this point. They have to earn that. So when they get blown out, I'm I'm going, oh, no. Oh, no. You know, it, it, or is this going to be a disaster of a season? Is KD going to ask for a trade again? Is Kyrie going to go like, oh, you know, I, I need, you know, two weeks of PTO. Ben so that Simmons take-
0: fouled out yeah. <laughs> before the fourth quarter.
1: <laughs> so I, I'm that's what's going on in the back of my head. I'm like, hey, Keith, nice to meet you. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: And some background, so um, uh, no one claimed the WFAN suite, I claimed the WFAN suite, I had Robin and Hudson come to the suite, and that's where we shot the video saying Talking Nets is back. It wasn't the greatest game, but like I say, you you flush that game down the toilet, you move on, you forget it ever happened. Hudson, what were you feeling uh, watching your new Brooklyn Nets come out there and not look like they were well coached at all?
2: Uh, Disappointed disappointed i think i think i think my my first take was boy i was never a part of the fire the coach crowd you know steve nash needs to go but boy not ideal not an ideal start but like he said it's it's the kind of thing where you have to you have to take a bigger picture the nets are going to play 82 games this season they're not going to be so bogged down by this one loss at the end of the day it's just going to be a plus one in the loss column I'm not about the hyperbolic reactions after one game. I'm not about digging so deep into the stats. Honestly, to me, it was a wash. But honestly, I felt similarly to Robin. I thought, and maybe, am I the problem? Is coming back to talking Nets gonna gonna cause gonna cause some sort of you know cosmic justice coming down onto the Nets? Are they gonna are they gonna lose because of me? Is is talking Nets a mistake? Uh, and then I snapped my head out of that pretty quickly because I realized that was uh, not a very productive line of thought. Uh, and then honestly, I just thought from a basketball perspective, it showed how important the Nets having their complete roster is, right? Of course, we're down in that game. Joe Harris, Seth Curry, and TJ Warren. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about uh, Friday where Joe Harris does end up playing. But you could see, you could see it on the court. And I remember one of the first, you know, real basketball conversations Robin and I had was talking about how there was a lack of spacing, about how everyone was clogging the floor, about when how when you had Nick Claxton, who who did have a good game on the boards, and Ben Simmons uh, on the court at the same time, it, it clogs the middle, it clogs the paint, and you can't you can't have that with the way the Nets play. But that's something that needs to be solved, maybe a, a bigger thing to look out for. But honestly, my 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 biggest takeaway was just uh, happy to be back, happy to be back in Barclays, happy to be back talking about the Nets, even if it's uh, not too fun of a game.
0: Yeah, and we just had uh, Henry Hall in the chat say, uh, I know Keith is side-eyeing the Yankee game. Yeah, Yankees are actually up 2-0, but they're down 3-0 in the series, so I'm not too worried about that Yankee game going on right now. Coincidence, game one of this series, the uh, American League Championship Series, was the same night as opening night in Brooklyn. I, of course, chose to go to the live game. The Yankees were in Houston. I was in the suite, had it on the TV there. Uh, I'll say this, you know, There was a lot of talk about, you know, what this Nets team would look like. I went to media day and uh, the first thing I thought was, wow, that, you know, they're a little bit deeper than I realized. They have a few guys. There's some talent on this roster. This roster might be better than the rosters have been in the past few years of this KD and Kyrie era. They didn't blow it up. Um, But Rome wasn't built in a day. That's a cliche. Uh, I think that they are going to need reps and practice. Uh, This is a new team playing together. Um, What I would say about the first game, you know, they got smoked. I think the Pelicans are more of a complete team. They were a playoff team last year. And then you add Zion Williamson, who scored 25 for them. Brandon Ingram had 28. McCullum had 21. Trey Murphy had 16. They were having their way with the Nets. You get 32 from Kevin Durant. Okay. Wasn't enough, obviously. 16 from Patty Mills off the bench. And then you get 15 from Kyrie, 13 from Nick Claxton. Claxton looked good that first night, and I think that's a good way to segue into game number two, Friday night. Friday night live, you get the Toronto Raptors, another playoff team from last year, another team that I looked at as more of a cohesive unit, a good head coach, and Nick Nurse. So I'm looking at the Nets, and I'm thinking, okay, uh, they lost that first game. If they lose this second game, then there's going to be some panic, right? I'm, I'm looking at the Nets like they can't lose the second game, but there's a chance that they could lose the second game because of the opponent that they're facing. In my mind, I thought they were more of a finished product, but it's early on in the NBA season. Uh, what were you guys thinking the second game Friday Night Live? They got the Joe Harris t-shirts. We learned that Joe Harris is going to be activated and that he's going to play, and the Nets needed to bounce back, and they did.
1: Well, you know, first of all, if you're side eyeing the Yankees and you still want to go, you could probably get tickets for five dollars at this point. So, you know, right after <laughs> I don't you, pay for tickets head, anymore. Head up there. <laughs> uh, but you know, when you talk about that game, Hudson brought it up before, and and he said uh, you don't get hyperbolic this early in the NBA season, and that is correct. It's an 82 game season. It is a grind, right? But for the Nets, that was as massive a win as I think it gets in Game Two. Because of what I said before about this team, not proving it has a chin, not spiraling out of control, not starting the Steve Nash, you know, fire rumors after, after two games of the season, not everybody saying, you know, Ben Simmons is a bum and and, and is adding nothing to the team. So that was a a big win just from a deep breath standpoint, as far as from a a tangible standpoint, the Nick Claxton thing, that could be a revelation. I mean, that Uh, guy, I, I think
2: he's, he's, he's here. He's
1: here. Young clacks, young
0: clacks.
1: He played like a stud, you know, not, not just the, the, the defense, but the in transition, the Euro step. And not just that he tried a Euro step, but that he went up strong to finish, you know, the, the confidence to finish. Never seen him
0: look like that before. Never seen him play like that before, honestly.
1: And he's missing free throws, but the good thing about it is he kept taking it to the rack. So like he wasn't worried about missing the free throw. So I think between that, the fact that Ben played a lot better, In that game, uh, they won despite the fact that Kevin Durant did not play well at all, I don't think, in that game. And then from Kyrie Irving, thus far, Kyrie Irving needs a disclaimer like uh, Apple instructions or when you sign off for Apple, you know, that you got the long disclaimer. But so far, so good as far as both Kyrie's attitude and and the level of um, effort he's shown on the court. And, And when he's locked in, you know, Kyrie's good enough where when he's locked in, it doesn't matter who's on the court with him. You could you could sit there and watch and go, "Oh, that's the best guy."
0: Yeah. Let me